Let's go. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome back to the Matt Kim podcast, where we think, we speak, whatever and whenever we want. We're just telling the truth how we see it. We think it's important because if they take your speech, if they take your way of thought, the whole thing comes crumbling down. Mm, keep those minds open, guys. I am joined by my co-host and possibly the smartest guy I know, and the amazing, great Peter Saddington. Uh, what's up, guys? It's not, it's not as big as he thinks. <laughs> well, it's good to see you, buddy. It's always good to be here. Love being here, guys. And all the people that are new, possibly hanging out, um, welcome. We appreciate you. Thank you for being a part of the movement, being a part of the Free Thinker Army. It is amazing to have everyone here today. Uh, we've had a very interesting week. And we have a lot of things to go over. I think we're going to do a lot of recapping this week. That's fine. And also maybe touch on a couple issues, but just so many things have happened that we just need to kind of address all these elephants in the room. You need to clear the air, man. So again, thank you, everyone. If you are new here and you don't know, we do have a Discord. You can dump, jump in the Discord, hang out, get involved. The Discord, I think we just cracked over a 1,000 people this week. Yes, and we have some amazing caretakers in that Discord that will take care of you. Our mods are amazing. It is a place for open discussion, for thought, for sharing memes, for a little bit of self-promotion, um, to connect with community, to meet like-minded individuals. So definitely check out the Discord. The Discord will be linked on the bottom. It is an amazing place to hang out, and it's pretty much going 24-7 these days. Pretty much 24-7. We also have Telegram chats as well. Yes, definitely check that out. Um, the Telegram chat is populated by Paula, and what we do is we take clips from all over the internet that may you may not be shown to you in your algorithm that may sometimes get shadow banned or deleted before you get an opportunity to see. Yep. So we have a Telegram filled specifically with content that may be difficult to see, but maybe we'll make you pause and go, hmm. So the Freethinker Army is on Discord is above a thousand? It's above a thousand people now. Legion now. It's we can say crazy. we can now say the the, the, the Legion. The, <laughs> we, we can now say we are Legion. Right? Isn't that what Anonymous says? We are Legion. <laughs> I don't know what they say, but it's amazing. It's so great to see. And uh, to see the conversations going on. And I learned so much just mm -hmm. by even just browsing it. Absolutely. And if you're new to Discord, I'm just gonna let you know, don't be shy. Just say, hi, I'm new here. What do I do? And the rest of the community will accept you and figure it out. We don't agree on everything. Never do. Yep. People argue about the dumbest things sometimes. <laughs> but it's amazing. It's a place for free thought and discussion. And um, definitely go check out the Discord Absolutely. because I'm having so much fun there. And yep. that's typically where I'm hanging out in the evenings. And if you're fed in the Discord, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> You never know, bro. You never, you, you know. never know. You never know. Uh, we had a pretty crazy week. I think we're going to start at the top with the Joe Rogan effect. Oh, man. Yeah. How crazy was that? Amazing. So if you guys are not aware and uh, maybe you guys aren't on Instagram, because um, some people that watch, we have maybe close to 10,000 people mm. listening to our podcast mm. now. Uh, we, If you're not on Instagram and you're not following... Then Joe Rogan recently took one of the videos that I make, the short form videos, and put it onto his page. Yeah, Instagram page. Yep. It's the create. Can can you pull that up, Will? 
It's so cool. It was so cool to see your face on Joe Rogan's page. He's got what, like 11 million, something like that? I don't know how many people he has, but it's huge. It's mm. Joe Rogan. He is probably the leading voice in this podcast world. Mm. I think, I don't think anyone's bigger than Joe Rogan. Did you recently hear about his new deal with Spotify? I would love to talk that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we can find some details on that too, Will, while we do that. So you go to Joe Rogan's page. It's how many people it's following? Scroll up. Let's let's see how many. Eighteen point six <sighs> million people. We just round up twenty million people, bro. And look at that! Look at that to, face! Look at that next face! Next to him kissing his dog. <laughs> and what's so interesting? If you scroll down, Matt's sitting at twelve point one. Matt's one of the highest viewed videos that he has on his entire page. We got 10.4, which is a fight. Makes Th sense. That's where we're chasing. Oh, you got to beat Oliver, Oliver Anthony. You got to beat Oliver. 13.3 million. <sighs> Hard to beat those gingers, though. They don't have souls. Dude, what are we at? 12.1, <laughs> and he's at 13.2? You're going to eclipse him. You're going to beat the ginger without the soul. Do you soul. know how crazy that is? We're about to beat Rich Man for Richmond. What was the name of the song? Yeah, Rich Man from Richmond. Rich men from Richmond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to eclipse rich men from Richmond. Uh, apparently, there's a ton of seekers out there that are feeling the burn of what's going on with uh, our society, and they're curious, just like Joe Rogan is curious, <sighs> which is why he posted your clip. He's it's, curious. It's so crazy, and I I spoke about this week, I spoke about this um, this idea called the pebble ripple effect. Yeah. I've been mentioning it over and over and over again. Um, it's the idea that if you throw in the pebble into the middle of an ocean or a pond or a lake or wherever, that that pebble will create ripples that go all the way to the shore. Almost, if we were to go to you know Marcus Aurelius and 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 like Gladiator, then your ripples would echo into eternity. <laughs> <laughs> and it's crazy because it's it was to start from one simple idea mm. with the goal of just revealing to the world kind of what the matrix looks like mm. and for that small idea oh, to give more context what were you what were you commenting on for those who didn't see it so if you haven't seen the video um basically what it was was a video and i'm going to shout out the guy who sent me the video mj truth ultra on twitter um who's got the amazing telegram as well i love what he does um so he sent me this video, and it's something that he did maybe six months ago. And what it is, is a picture of two Trump protesters that went viral. This picture was used in articles all over the world, I think a few hundred times. Hundreds of articles. And he somehow found the video showing those two protesters and the 30 cameras that are there huddled and framed in at those two protesters. Yeah, and it was so fascinating is they're all huddled in this space of about 10 feet by 10 feet. It was yes. like crazy. They're all smashed in there together. And they framed the picture in a way to make it sound, make it look like there are so many protesters. Yeah, like, like, like tens of, maybe even hundreds of protesters. And it is two protesters. And once I put that video up, I've got messages from people all over the world. Mm -hmm. Like, those guys are known protesters. Mm -hmm. And we've seen them at protests in Atlanta. We've seen them in protests in Seattle. They're paid protesters that travel the country to be on film and camera. Oh, it's kind of like that kid, uh, David Hogg. Yeah. He's a paid protester. So it's two protesters, 30 cameras, mm -hmm. all taking, and they find that one picture, it goes viral, and every single news and mainstream media uses that picture 
when they talk about Trump and protesting. Yeah, they, they it's that one picture that makes it look larger than life, like it's a big deal, and then it gets syndicated across every major uh, legacy media platform. It is literally what the matrix is. And so what you're what what you were revealing to the to the world is it's all a stage. Mm. It's all a show. And you have these 30 camera people focusing in on these two. Pro- there's no other protesters. That's what makes the juxtaposition so stark. It's yeah. like, wait, there's nobody else. It's just these two old people. That's on, it. On the steps. On the steps. And the camera set up right around them. Yeah. Either that or the cameras were set up and they're like, hey, why don't you guys do it right here? And so you in the video were just asking the question, why is this so? Yes. Why is this happening? You weren't making any indictments. You were you 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 questioned their narrative certainly and saying, you know, is this is this what they're trying to feed you? But I think what's really powerful about your message is it wasn't left, it wasn't a right mm. uh, uh from a left or right uh, p- political vantage point. It was just like all y'all being played. Yes. So talk about that for a second. Well, I mean, that's exactly what it is. I think you said it perfectly. We're getting played. The mainstream media is creating a narrative, mm-hmm. and we are told to believe that narrative. All right. So the left is thinking, all my homies are protesting this. Mm. The right is thinking, oh, you know, all these people are protesting. It's a bad idea. But both are getting played. Yes. Like fiddles, man. And that small, simple idea for it to reach the masses because I think it did like 1.23 million people on my page. And then somehow, because so many people shared it, I think 70, 80,000 people shared it. It ended up in the eyes and in front of Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. And then Joe Rogan shared it. And that reached another 11 or 12 million people. Mm. And that got shared, I think, another 350,000 times. Mm. And then it ended up on different news sites. Dan, I saw it on Dan Bongino. Dan Bongino. I saw it on um, Newsmax. I was told people were listening to it on the radio. I had a guy in California say, hey, I was driving today, and on the news, on our, the radio station, on the morning talk show, they were playing your video. <laughs> Dude, you were on Theo Vaughn? I was? Yeah. Yeah, didn't you see that? They were talking about you. No, it was uh, Andrew Schultz. Oh, it was Andrew Schultz? Andrew Schultz and Charlemagne. On their podcast, Andrew Schultz and Charlemagne. I think Theo Vaughn would also clip. Oh, it. really, dude? Your numbers are completely off. I mean, you've eat, eat, no, seriously, in like the good way. Like that clip has been shared hundreds of millions of times. It's crazy. It's all over the place. It's crazy, and it started with one simple idea. Mm. And if you just put it out there into the world, like to be able to reach the masses at scale, mm. it proves what we're doing is working. It mm. proves that what we're doing is the right thing to do. And it proves that literally anyone with an idea can make a difference. So, not 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 a long story, but I was up in up in up New York, New Pennsylvania area, meeting with some investors and all that stuff. And I was talking with people, and they were just randomly. We ended up talking about you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't. I don't go around being like, "Hey, I'm Matt Kim's sidekick guy. I'm his, the Robin to his Batman." Like, I don't. I don't do this stuff. But you end up coming in the conversation, and then it's like, and then I reveal, "Hey, you know, I help out." Yeah, yeah. You know, and they're like, "Oh my god, I love Matt Kim." <laughs> so like, I have, I sent him video when I was up up and driving. With some other guys that I just met, some investors, they're like, oh, I love Matt Kim. Oh, you're on that show too? Dude, you're everywhere. It's crazy. Everywhere. And it's 100% because people share, mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. spread the message, people uh, let their friends and family know. Because the things we talk about, let's be real, it's not algorithmic friendly. Oh, no, not at all. This is not the type of things that a YouTube or Instagram or 
or a Facebook or a TikTok. It's not the type of ideas that they are incentivized to push. Well, if you guys have been hanging out with us for over a year, then you know how many times we've been pushed, shoved under, shoved, shoved under the rug, demonetized, well, censored, a shadow banned. I mean, it is, this is a common theme, a common occurrence. But yet somehow, mm. Matt, you are piercing through the veil of their censorship mechanisms. It's working somehow. I definitely don't think it's me. I think it's a result of the community. Mm-hmm. It's a result of everyone that's kind of buying into this message that we need to be able to free think, think for ourselves that... We should be able to have all information from all directions mm-hmm. and that we're smart enough to make our own decisions about life. I remember uh, yesterday on the stream, you guys need to watch Matt Kim's, li- Matt Kim's live stream on Rumble. So yesterday he was live streaming with the Dilly meme team or the main man Dilly and uh, a topic came up. Are you a journalist? <laughs> so now that you're doing this stuff and you're going viral for all these clips, just asking the questions. Mm. Are you a journalist now, I am Matt? Definitely not a journalist. Well, how, we need to define this because well, we you I never don't know what a journalist what is. What is a journalist? I, I have no idea. I've never I've never <laughs> taken a journalism class. So I've never sat there and gone, what is a journalist? Hey, Will, can you Google what is yeah, a journalist? What is a journalist? What's and your job? See if you can Google what is a woman too. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need that answered. No, but seriously, because the derogatory and this didn't really stick. I remember yeah. I remember it happening maybe a year, year, two years ago, but it didn't stick. Was that the derogatory term for the newscasters <laughs> now, or it's that they're just content creators? This is right. this is crazy. The first thing that comes up is one whose occupation is journalism. <laughs> it's like defining a woman as long as you identify. What is a woman? Someone that identifies as a woman. Yes. What is a journalist? Someone that is does journalism. These guys are idiots. I can't believe they define our language. One who keeps a journal. Well, I guess I'm a journalist then. A journalist is one whose occupation is journalism. This is, this is the American Heritage Dictionary of the English Language, 5th edition. How do they have a job? Oh, How do you go. define it? A journalist, person who collects, writes, and distributes news and other information. So you are a journalist. A journalist is an individual who collects, gathers information in the form of text, audio, or pictures, dis- processes it into a newsworthy form, and disseminates it to the public. You are a journalist. The act or process mainly done by the journalist is called journalism. So you, I would say under, the, under that broad definition of journalism, you are certainly an alternative news journalist, Matt Kim. Did you hear this new term? The ma'am? Did you hear ma'am? No. What's a ma'am? Mainstream alternative media. Mainstream. I thought you were talking about um, Al Bundy. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I no, got ma'am. This. It was no, ma'am. Oh, no, ma'am. Yeah. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yeah, that's the new term that they're trying to coin. The mainstream alternative media to combat the mainstream mainstream media. The mainstream oh. alternative media. So they would. So what they're trying to. Uh, so let me example. We we're just talking about Joe Rogan. So is Joe Rogan yes. now mainstream alternative media? He falls under that new umbrella category. So a Joe Rogan, a Tucker Carlson, a Andrew Tate, these guys are considered mainstream alternative media. If we extract ourselves from that for just a second, that is the diabolical model of Marxism socialism is that everybody must be categorized. Mm into a box so that you can do two things discriminate number one and number two be able to uh incentivize these particular groups to do certain things so that's the goal is to but you is to make sure that we box these these people these media people in this new box so we can marginalize minimize their their talking points these types of things that does that make sense i think we need ma'am t-shirts and hoodies made 
Let's say mainstream <laughs> alternative media. I, you're going to you're, you're lean into it? I love it. So are you a ma'am? I love it. I love it. Oh, you're a ma'am, ma'am. Ma'am. Call yeah. me ma'am. Call yes, me ma'am. You know, actually, that makes sense in, the, in terms of the trans agenda. <laughs> That's true. You can That's identify true. as a ma'am now. The double entendre. Oh, my God. <laughs> did he just... I identify Did he as just a say ma'am. double entendre? What the hell? I don't even know that word. What the hell? <laughs> I identify as a ma'am. Okay, guys, you heard it here first. Matt Kim is now a ma'am. If you say anything otherwise, you're a bigot, right? Isn't that yeah. how it works? Yeah, you're oh, a bigot. And speaking of... You want to grab a free thinker hoodie, free thinker T-shirt? There's links in the bottom. We do have them made. We have a little bit of merch. We'll eventually expand out. Right now, it's totally a test, and we've been doing this test, and people have been getting them, and people have been enjoying them. So, if you want to check them out, quick plug: go grab a free thinker hoodie. Yeah, check it out in the description links below. I guess uh, the next uh, the next edition will be the ma'am hoodie. The ma'am, the mainstream media. Oh, man. I mean, the mainstream man. alternative. Media. Man, I you're love just that. Getting so based here. I like that. I, I really like it. I don't know what it is. Hey, Will, did you pull up the um, Joe Rogan podcast deal? Oh terms? yeah, it's supposed. That's to yeah, kind of where we started. There's no um, confirmed confirmed numbers, but everyone's saying it's 250 million <sighs> for two years, and he's no longer exclusive to Spotify. Crushed it. Yeah. So he's just wheeling and dealing, man. So he. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh. oh, he just um he he his original deal with Spotify I think was 250 million dollars. Yeah, somewhere around and there. And he had to be exclusive to Spotify. Yeah. His new deal, he gets to $250 million on Spotify as well. He's allowed to post on YouTube. He's allowed to post on X. Apple he, Music. On Apple Music. Oh, man. He's going to go through the moon. And I saw, also saw that there's a profit sharing from ad revenue. Oh, he's gonna, he's killing it. Dude, he, so he gets he gets an upfront contract check amount for two fifty over whatever the years are, but then he also gets uh, revenue sharing and ad revenue sharing, and he gets the ability to cross platform post. And I wonder if there's any um, caveats gonna, to what he can cross post. Maybe not everything. Maybe a longer form. Oh, clip. he's gonna be worth a billion. He's gonna be worth a billion dollars. <laughs> he's got he's gotta be worth that right now. Yeah. Oh my gosh! So, so that this is good because Tucker Carlson and his network is blasting off now too, yes. and they're going to be worth billions of dollars. So this is this is an interesting trajectory for these new mams that we have out there. I feel like if that's what it means to be a mam, I'm on board. Uh, I guess mams have big cojones. That's how we roll, guys. Big, big, big sacking up, guys. Mams, these big mams. sacks on the mams. Big sacks <laughs> on the mams. This is where we're going. Yeah, so good, we went hey, there. good on good on Joe Rogan. I'm glad he's blazing the trail. Yeah, this is good because he's, he's the right type of character and right ter- type of personality to fight for these type of provisions and contracting. Because mm. usually contracts is where you get screwed, right? Yeah, and he has ultimate control at this point. Oh, that's so good. So it's crazy that can happen because in this day and age, you would think that if you were involved in these bigger companies, that this is not even possible. Yeah, and he's proving that it is. So here's here's a question, and I don't neither of us know, but the answer just conjecture. Do you think he's part of the controlled opposition though? Oh. Do you think he's been talked to? Do you think he has constraints on? You have a lot of latitude, maybe ninety nine percent latitude, but man, that one percent thing. You know, you just can't talk about this. Do you think? Do you think he's part of that? Because we've seen clips, and just as an example, we've seen clips where Alex Jones seems to be wrang- mm. wrangled in. He seems to be reined in in a couple areas, if you know what I mean. Um, so there's a couple areas it seems like Alex Jones is not able to talk. Let's just say freely about, and makes you wonder if it's an Alex Jones out there that's been reined in from certain areas of topics. Then maybe Joe Rogan is too. Okay. Then quick question. 
do you think someone is reining him in? Or is it possible that he is self-reining? Well, self-reining would be a response to a conversation or to a particular provision or particular contract stipulation. Or, if we were to go even deeper, maybe a threat to say, look, you need to self We're not going to tell you, in, you know, because we don't know what's being recorded. But if you know what's good for you, mm, the carry you probably, like conversation. Yeah, you probably wouldn't want to talk about these types of things if you know what I mean. You know, it it could also be that um, number one, he's getting older, wiser, more conservative in his takes, and that if you want to, he's finally able to get back onto X, mm. which he that was his, kind of his biggest platform. Maybe he wants to try to go a little bit more mainstream. Mm -hmm. And if you want to become more mainstream, then you have to kind of shave off the edge a little bit. Yeah. So that's why I say maybe self-censor. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's some compromise in there. I'm not, I'm not, you know. Yeah, we have no idea. I'm throwing no we're, shade. We're just, we're just we're, thinking out loud. No, but this is what the free thinkers do. Of course. This is, this is what makes you so viral is you, you ask the question that people aren't willing to ask. And what's nice is you get to show receipts too. Hmm. It's true. Man, if you don't have receipts, dude, it's just conjecture. For, for you to, for you, you know, going back to this viral post on Joe Rogan, for you to show receipts, look, there's 30 of these people smashed in this 10 by 10 area, focused on these two pay, clearly paid with receipts that they've um, protested at other places. We're just asking the question. You make your own determination. You make your own judgment call on it. But that what, what makes it easy for people is it's pretty obvious. Hmm. Put it that way. I think I want to pivot to, did you see? That Tucker Carlson is in Russia. Yes. That actually came up on my radar early yesterday morning, and I made a quick video about it because that was just you – know, let's put it this way. What was your take? Well, so let me, let me tell you. I don't – I am not a – like the first thing that I do when I wake up is not check out news. You might check out news because mm. you're into the news and social. I'm into it too, but mostly as a proxy for other things that I'm doing. I'm mostly using the internet for research, stuff that I'm doing, investing, building startups, the technology, these types of things. So that's my feed. But when I saw that Tucker Carlson is in Russia, I had a chill go down my spine mm. because I was like, I'm actually really curious yeah. about what he what he asked Putin. Because there's this clear narrative, a clear very, very, very obvious narrative from the mainstream legacy media that Putin and Russia are all, are all bad people, mm. bad juju. You know, they're, they're only they're only terrible. I, I'm so curious about what Putin's ideas are about America. We've seen some clips on that already. So he's pretty based already. Uh, but I'd love to see if Tucker asked him some amazing questions about the war the society that's, you know, what's going on, you know, Ukraine, you know, these are the types of things. So I was really interested. This is probably one of the first times in easily over a couple decades where I saw a social and political news clip about, you know, Tucker. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm really interested. So I'm hopeful that he'll get back safely. I'm hopeful that he has asked some amazing questions. What are your thoughts on uh, him visiting Russia? This has to be the most anticipated interview I, I can I can imagine. That's probably the I feel I fit in that bucket too. I'm I am waiting in anticipation to see what he asked. Man. Because we've this Ukraine Russia situation and especially from the Ukraine side, especially with all the money being spent, mm. 
the narrative has been laid so thick and we've been getting information that is so one-sided. Yeah. We have no idea what's going on from the other side's perspective. And all we know is that the propagandists, we, which we don't trust, we actually hold in the ultimate distrust. We only know their side. Yep. So to potentially hear the other side of the story, I think everyone's like, I, we, we need to hear this. So I think one of the things now, I don't believe the mainstream media at all. And I don't believe the war machine at all and the, the things that they trumpet. But man, I'll tell you, what was a nail in the coffin for me is when the the spokesperson for the Ukrainian war is a man dressed up as a woman mm. in one of the most ugly and unfitting yellow wigs possible. Hmm. I mean, doesn't that, if you're not clued in, doesn't that alone, maybe I'm just one of those people who's just awake enough. Like when I see a man dressed up as a woman with a yellow wig on that doesn't even look good and you're not even doing it, you don't even put makeup, you don't even look good as a, as a woman and you're the one, the mouthpiece telling us about how we're going to destroy Russia and we need more money for the fight. Like I'm just immediately turned off, mm. mostly because I don't want to hand my money to a man pretending to be a woman. Ugh. Is that just base enough? I mean, I I can I can get behind that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. You're a ma'am now. Yeah, I'm a ma'am. Oh, that's right. So he's actually next <laughs> next up, guys. Episode our next episode. Are he's going to be doing his trans reveal. With his, with <laughs> that's new- not gonna happen. Don't wait for that one. <laughs> wait. Hey, somebody clip that real quick. It's happening. It's happening, guys. <laughs> hey, Will, can you pull up the uh, CNN clip that I sent you? CNN is losing their minds. Whoa, what, are over they, what are they saying? Tucker Carlson going to Russia. What are they saying? You got to see this. Do you see this one? Is this Aaron? A massive shakeup in Kyiv coming as Putin is trying to court the MAGA GOP in the United States. Oh, in oh, fact, I, I one of the leaders that. of the MAGA GOP is in Moscow tonight. It's the man you see here with the MAGA leader, Donald Trump, Tucker Carlson, possibly there in Moscow to interview Putin. Definitely there as a Putin supporting celebrity. Just listen to how Russian state media is breathlessly celebrating his visit. Breathlessly. Independent journalist Tucker Carlson has flown to Russia from the U.S. via Turkey to Vinukova Airport. He saw Spartacus Ballet at the Bolshoi Theater, had lunch in a nice restaurant, went for a ride around town, rode the subway. He did basic-ass shit. smartphone via USB port and connected to a fast and free Wi-Fi internet. Oh my gosh, he's doing regular human stuff. He charged his phone. Although they're knowing the details about the fact that it was during USB port may give him reason to think twice about all of this. But look at them talking about him like a celebrity. Everything he does on camera, breathlessly repeated. Now, it is unclear if an interview between Putin and Carlson will take place. But if it does, it gives Putin a chance to sit down with a big supporter. She's gotten kind of chunky. It might be worth asking yourself, since it is getting pretty serious, what is this really about? Why do I hate Putin so much? Has Putin ever called me a racist? Has he threatened to get me fired for disagreeing with him? Does he eat dogs? These are fair <laughs> questions. It's like such a weird them. thing to no. put in right there. <laughs> like, why would you clip it like that? that? Is he Korean? I'll actually remember <laughs> watching that clip. I was standing in Ukraine 48 hours before the war began there. Well, Carlson then stood by Putin consistently all the way through. And that is why he can go to Moscow now without any fear of being summarily imprisoned. He's a hero. 
This was Putin's mouthpiece in the United States. Somebody who oh had gosh. turned a yeah. blind eye to the They're losing. I, I, this is why you can't watch this away. shit. Once vibrant towns turned to ruins, mass graves with dozens of bodies in the Kiev suburbs, a theater full of innocent women and children sheltering. Oh bomb, my gosh. This despite is, the giant world's children. This is the longest. On the roof. Oh my gosh. More than 200,000 Ukrainian soldiers. It is just killed propaganda at this it's point. It's so much. Tonight, oh, it's so Putin's thick. Trying to seize yeah, on the fact that thick. Zelensky they are, it's gonna, this is turmoil. just the beginning. They're going to go after him like crazy. This is the longest American clip I've seen of CNN in probably over a and decade. And it's it's toxic. It's absolute toxic nonsense. It was, you know, it, what, I, I'm getting a little riled up here because I haven't watched CNN for this long mm. in over 10 years. <laughs> but like, there are people. Who watch this and actually believe everything Aaron is saying? So two things I, to I, note I, here. I'm I'm stupefied, Will. I can't believe people eat this shit. Two things to note. One, we often forget that I believe it was Dan Rather's. Dan Rather's interviewed Saddam Hussein. I think I vaguely remember that. Yeah, that was okay. Mm. Why can't Tucker interview Putin? Well, well, Saddam didn't have weapons of mass destruction. Mm. So maybe that's maybe that's why it's okay. It's funny because the role of a real journalist can not a journalist, Tucker Carlson, real journalist. <laughs> the role of a journalist is to get the information and give you and present you as much information as possible so that you c you're able to make your own decision. Yeah, get media, disseminate media. That's Correct. essentially what a journalist does. And we've heard from Zelensky's side and his point of view and the Ukraine side and Ukraine's point of view Unlimited times. It's actually been force-fed into our brains for the last year and a half. <laughs> you, know what I'm you know what I'm doing, right? <laughs> That's the old, whenever I think, <laughs> why did I just watch that? <laughs> you gotta Bruh. check. You gotta check his eyeball. See if he went below the belt. I did, <laughs> ma'am, ma'am. Because <laughs> whenever I think of Zelensky, that's all I think about is Zelensky. Oh, I can't watch. <laughs> some, some things can't be unseen. No, I can't unsee that. Thank you, everybody. Now you can't unsee that either. Guys, hey, I'm just here for entertainment purposes, guys. This is all entertainment. We just got demonetized. <laughs> did we? Guys, you've seen, if you haven't seen Zelensky doing the dance that I just did. I'm pretty sure everyone's seen that dance. Okay, well, then everybody should know you've been permanently scarred. Now I live rent-free rent in your head forever, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's the goal. <laughs> Zelensky, oh, you were talking about Zelensky being the mouthpiece. We have seen the point of view of Zelensky in Ukraine. Non-stop for the last two years. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we want to hear someone's willing to go out there and show us and tell us the other side of it. Mm -hmm. And they're calling him. People are saying on Twitter, people are like, oh, the FBI, you guys should be investigating him. CIA, he's not He's really? not a CIA. I asset. haven't seen that. He's a, this is espionage. They are losing their minds. They're losing their shit? They're absolutely losing their minds over Tucker going to interview uh, Vladimir Putin and I think the world wants to hear and know. So, and I think it's fair. I think there should be an opportunity. I, I haven't seen this yet. Maybe I'll, I'll scroll. They're next. going crazy. Are they crazy? They they're, they're saying that he shouldn't be able to interview him. Not only that he shouldn't be interviewed. That the FBI and the CIA and the NSA should stop him at the airport and prevent him from coming back in. Get out of here. Yeah, and they're accusing of espionage and spying. And giving information to the Russians. You mean everything that the people in Senate do? Yes. <laughs> and I believe that Come they are on. losing their minds. This is not minds. America, Matt. 
Yeah, it's crazy. Are you serious? I, I think, I'm finding it hard to believe that the people are actually saying that a journalist, which is what he is, he's a ma'am now, yeah. is not allowed to come back into America because he talked to somebody. So they want border That's, control for Tucker Carlson only? Yes. Oh, yes. but not the 10000 no. per week? No, o only 10000 per day. Per, per day? Only for Tucker. It's crazy. I mean, well, let's just do some maths. How many illegals is Tucker worth? <laughs> like, uh, if it's ten thousand per day, how many? What's what's the number? You can make your decision on Putin. That's your prerogative. You make that decision based on what you see, what you hear. Yeah. But to blame a journalist for putting that information out there, I think it's crazy. That's a, and it is one hundred percent narrative control because right now the narrative is Ukraine needs our help. We need to give them. 50, 100, 200, 300 billion dollars that is necessary and we are supposed to blindly comply. And I believe it's because in the 2020 election, the entire Democratic election campaign was funded by FTX, Sam Bankman-Fried, and through the fraudulent money. Yes, lots of money washing. That money has dried up. Mm. Therefore, we're using this Ukraine war to funnel money back into the party to fund their election campaign. Well, yeah. Because they need more money now than they did in 2020. I saw in the recent bill that send another $160 billion or something. It is unlimited money oh, going man. to Ukraine. And they are worried that Tucker's could come back and be like, dude, they're lying to us. I have proof. I have receipts. Oof. And if he were to do that and break the entire narrative of this, and it seems like never-ending, unwinnable Ukraine war, mm. bro. It's going to break people's minds. You think it's going to break the internet? Oh, for sure. I think right. it's going to be the most interview maybe ever. It's well, got to be the number one interview in, uh, in the history of our lives. Well, if, if, if I am any anecdote of, you know, in my own life, I'd say he's going to break the internet because someone like me is waiting on pins and needles mm. to see. Now, I have a little bit of purview because I've got to see the man and, you know, you got mm. to interview him. So I have a little bit more maybe, let's just say good feeling towards Tucker than maybe your average bear. So a little bit of bias, so you can blame me for that. But at the same time, like, I am supremely interested in what he has to say because the narrative, the juxtaposition between what we've been fed and shotgun blast into our face over the last several years of Ukraine, 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 they need our help while we have veterans starving. We have fentanyl on the streets. We have terrible roads. We have a border that only costs us a fraction of a fraction of what we're spending to Ukraine. Like... From an anecdote like me of saying, you know, I'm really interested. I think this is going to be one of the biggest interviews in history. And it's not just the right that's going to listen to it. The left is going to listen to it. And pretty much I think everyone in the world is going to want to hear this conversation. Because mm -hmm. everyone knows that this Ukraine-Russia thing is going on and it smells funny. And, and, and most European countries and Asian countries, because they're not – they're fed propaganda by their, you know, by their media apparatus just like us – they're, they have less of the saturation, and there's a lot of people in Asia, and I know that you've talked with in, in Asia and in, in, in um, Europe, that don't believe all the bullshit. Yes. They, they see America as the world police. They're trying to funnel money through Ukraine. In, in a lot of places, people think it's pretty obvious that what we're doing is not the right thing. Right. It's going to wake up the entire world if you find out that the whole war and what's going on there is fraudulent. Yeah, it's just slush, slush funded. It's gonna, I mean, it's really gonna mess people up. This is a big one, which is why they're gonna really go out of their way to 
to discredit Tucker. It's all about the money. They're going to go after him harder than I think anyone that's they've ever gone after anybody. Oh, man. That's interesting. Because How do they do that? I mean, because if you think about two that come to my mind, Andrew Tate, mm -hmm. which you're good besties with. Mm, mm, um, mm, mm. Overstatement. You know, uh, you know, <laughs> Andrew Tate, we saw what they did to him. Yes. We saw Russell Brand yes. and what they've done to him. There's just two examples. They tried to do to Joe Rogan. Tried to do Joe Rogan, but he's like uncancelable. I mean, is Tucker uncancelable? Uh, they, they're going to try to... I don't know. They're gonna is try Tucker to, bigger than Joe Rogan? I think so. Uh, maybe I don't know. That's a, that, maybe ChatGBT can answer that for us. Tell I us what the like, actual numbers are. I mean, just are. from that CNN clip alone, you could tell they're just trying really hard to cancel him. Yeah, but yeah. but they were also he was Russell Brand was also on CNN. They were trying to cancel him too. So they're they're bringing out they brought the big guns for Russell Brand. I think people that enjoy listening to podcasts, Joe Rogan's the biggest, mm. and he's respected in the podcast world, and the world loves podcasts. Mm. Um, I think people who like the streaming and like. Um, you know, like alternative, if you like mainstream alternative media, then you like someone like a Russell mm. Brand. I think Tucker is one of the few people in the world that even the world leaders listen to. Mm. So I think the caliber of people that consume his content on a regular basis may be a little bit different. Yeah, maybe they're more of the decision makers in the world than the regular consumers. Correct. I think Joe Rogan is filled with, I think a lot of very important people watch him and listen to him on a regular basis. But they don't consume everything. I don't know. And if, I, if he gives his information and take on a specific item that's very important, it's like, oh, that's his perspective. Yeah. When Tucker says it, like, oh, that's the truth. Well, I don't know if I should say this publicly, but you know, Matt Kim also is besties. <laughs> he also is besties with uh, with 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 Tucker. So I have to ask you straight to your face: Is he back in the states yet? I don't think he is. Okay, I don't know so for he, sure. I believe I saw a clip. The Ru the Russian media is like stalking Tucker. I saw I did see a video late last night of a guy who took a a hidden camera, or I mm. guess, and, and was just talking with him, saying, "You know, why are you here?" And he asked him if uh, he was going to be interviewing Putin. And Tucker, in all of his perfect, you know, media training, was like, mm, "We'll see." Yeah, very good, very yeah. coy. He's of so him. coy, very coy, very I, good. I think I saw a video where yesterday. Um, they were showing his kind of van that he's moving in. Everyone's tracking his van in Russia at this point. Um, they saw his van leave the Kremlin, mm -hmm. and they thought that was the interview. But then this morning, they saw his camera equipment being loaded back into the car and going back to the Kremlin. So I believe the first was a pre-interview kind of discussion and setting it up. And then he should be on his way. Actually, while we record right now, he actually may be interviewing. They're plus not they're plus eight on us. I think. I, think I they're don't plus know. eight on it's us. It's possible that any time. Yeah, I think they're plus eight or nine. Um, he, so what what you just said made my mind explode for a second. Because what if he's doing like two parts? What if it's like a two hour special? Ooh. That would be so amazing. Two hours of hearing. Like we don't get to hear from this man Putin other than the the clips taking out of context. You know, yeah. and like three year old speeches yeah, that will just show like, up in our just thing. like bad, bad, bad man orange, right? Type of deal. Yeah. So it'd be, oh man, if he did a two hour, that'd be amazing. And we're not saying this to celebrate Putin. Mm. I don't know. We just want to hear from a, a voice. All I know is what the mainstream media that we feel like are propagandists, the ones that have been lying to us pretty much about everything in our lives. Mm. That's all I know about Putin. Yeah. I want to hear from somebody else.
And I want to hear him speak, and I want to hear, and I trust Tucker, Mm. so I want to hear Putin answer the questions that Tucker asks them. And even, because I had a guy post a reply to my post on X about, I'm really interested in seeing what Tucker's going to be saying, and a guy said, well, he's just an ex-KGB agent, came through the rank, yeah, we know, we know, we know, we know how Putin got to the position where he is. First, two things. Number one, if you're running a country, guess what? You have to have muscle mm. to get where you are. Like, that's part of the game. So peace. Like, he's ex-KGB. So what? He To get to a position to run a country of millions of people, you have to have muscle. And no one is, is uh, what I said in my, my video, is no one is white as snow. Mm. Anybody in politics, you're not white as snow. You're, there's... You've, you've done some things to get there. So that so that's number one. But no, what number two, and I think is, is more interesting, is even though he might have a, a, a sordid past to get to where he is, he still we still want to know what he says. And the guy was like, well, he's only going to say lies to you. So what? Mm. I want to hear the lies. Yeah. I want to hear the lies. Let me make because, that decision. Because, yes, exa- let me make the decision. I want to hear the lies. If the lies are completely contrary to what the mainstream narrative is, Maybe there's a hint of truth in those mm. lies that mm. he's saying, right? Yeah. And usually it's, even if it's one truth and 99 lies, like I want to hear, like I'm willing to sit there and listen to a guy like Gavin Newsom and I know it's all lies. I still <laughs> listen to him because I'm curious to see what he's yeah. got to say. Well, you got to hear what the snake is saying, yeah? Yeah. I listened to Joe Biden speak and I know for sure he's lying to me. Oh, well, he's not even awake. Yes. So why can't I listen to someone else lie to me? Fair enough. You know what I mean? I think that's a fair argument. I think that is very fair. And uh, we've seen people like, um, again, Andrew Tate get canceled Mm. for speaking his truth, being out there. I'm curious to know his take on this, which is where we're leading to. Oh, oh, you're you're gonna go see your bestie? Well, we are. (laughs) What we are struggling on that D. Before we talk about Andrew Tate, (laughs) before we talk about Andrew Tate, I have to read. I think I'm legally required to read Andrew Tate's um, oh, oh, that reminds disclaimer. Me. Weren't we supposed to have a disclaimer on this well, show Well, I think too? because we're talking about Andrew Tate, we need to read Andrew Tate's disclaimer. Okay, so this everything's for entertainment purposes, guys? No, I got it right here. Oh, okay, okay. The content presented is a lie, and the mainstream media always tells the truth. COVID was true, and you should be vegan, and everything Andrew says isn't real. Do not use the words against him in court because he he really loves President Biden and Greta Thunberg. Please do not take this program seriously and get your booster injection as soon as possible. Women can drive very well. Viewer discretion is advised. All right. Now that we got Mr. Tate's um, disclaimer out of the way. Did he really say the the women thing? Yeah, no. And when he does his rumble stream, he reads the statement every time. It's the most funny thing ever. (laughs) Women can drive good. Women can drive very well. Yeah. Oh man. He's... Get get your booster injection. This is not real life. Oh man. I, I was gonna take it all seriously until he said that. <laughs> <laughs> good on you. Good on you, Tate. Throw that one in. Yes. It's like he's trying to piss off the feminists. I don't know. This is the disclaimer. I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, you should be vegan, and everything Andrew says isn't real. Yes. So we... COVID was true. And it... <laughs> and and we clearly in the matt kim podcast adheres to this disclaimer as well co-signed john (laughs) john hancock that signed on the dotted line so you know gods of technology that oversee our lives not real Mm, exactly now that we've put the official disclaimer out there 
We're going to be going to Romania. Mm, someone's going to see his bestie. Okay, okay. And um, So when is this happening? Well, I'm not going to give it time because I don't want people tracking. Fair enough. But in the relative near future. Okay. We'll be going to Romania and we'll be sitting down and having a conversation with Andrew, Top G Andrew Tate himself. Mm. Um, Maybe Tristan Tate also. Oh, I'm not exactly sure. That would be great to get a double whammy. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. Um, I'm just, We're kind of just going out there, and we just dedicate a day to kind of just hang and talk and meet and record. So I don't really know schedule beyond that. So is this but just we gonna, are going to remain. Is this going to be like a brouhaha, or, or, or is there going to be strategy involved, or is it just going to be an interview? Because there's a lot, I have lots of questions, man. I don't know yet. Mm. Right now, all we've done is schedule the date. And outside of that, we schedule the date and approximate time, which is, we said, well, we'll clear the whole day. So that's all we have so far. Mm. Um, I got to figure out how to get all my equipment over there because um, I don't want to rely. He, he said he has a team that we can use, but I don't want to rely on somebody else. Fair enough. And you I, also I like having control. Yeah. And you also yeah. don't want to be the guy that shows up and they're like, well, we don't have this. And then you're just like, then you're salty. Yeah, in the back of your head, and you're like, "Oh man, I need this." Fair enough. And Fair the enough. Tate brothers are for sure the most famous brothers in the world, mm. and Andrew Tate is arguably the most famous man in the world. Mm. I don't want to show up and be like, "Well, can I get this? Can I get this? Can I ask for favors?" Fair like, I want to be professional about it and show up uh, ready and prepared. So, so much has been t- asked of Andrew Tate over the last couple of years when he went viral, and he's the most googled man. I think in 2022 is the most googled person on the planet. Mm. Uh, for basically the entirety of that year. A lot of questions have been asked to Andrew Tate. I'm curious, what type of questions would you ask him? I don't know yet. Hmm. I haven't gone that far. Okay. It's more like I'm ready to go and we will figure it out as we get closer. I think I want to talk about, I got to really search through because he's done a lot of interviews. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of content of him online. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure I touch on topics of discussion that maybe haven't been touched before. So can I give you one idea? Yes. One idea is so much has been talked about his past. Mm. But I don't see Andrew Tate, and I've listened to, I've consumed a good amount of his content. He doesn't seem like the type of man who cares too much about the past in terms of trying to relive it or, or mm. leveraging it for lessons or whatever. He certainly talks about it. So one of the questions that I would ask him is, what's in his future? Hmm. Right? What is he looking to do? He clearly knows how to make business. He's done business with cam girls. He's done business with other online businesses. He's done the Hustler University. He's done digital stuff. He, so he, he understands the, the media landscape, the digital landscape of the internet and how to monetize the internet. So clearly he's figured out how to win the internet. I think we can both agree on that. But I'm curious about what's next. Hmm. Like, what is he? What is he interested in doing? Is he interested in selling supercars or going back into cam models or find some sort of hustle when it comes to online, inter- you know, media? And and I would want to know what his plans are because I don't know if he's a man that plans, but he's kind of has some ideas and he's got he's got so much input to his system. So I'd be curious if you can pull out of him or extract from him, like what is he going to be doing? Because he's still he's younger than us. He's in his thirties, right? I think he's 38, 39. Okay, so he's a little bit younger than us. So, like, he's got a lot of light, life to live. So I would be curious, and I would I would want to go down a conversational rabbit hole with him to say, what are you thinking about doing? What's the next step for Andrew Tate? Like, he could do a lot. He mm. could, 
I mean, if 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 knuckleheads can make a drink called Prime and sell money, you know, make money on that, certainly Andrew Tate could, don't you think? I mean, I think his, I think he has, I think he recently bought University.com, mm-hmm. which oh, is crazy. Really? Yeah, his university. university went to real world is now at University.com. How great of a domain is that, bro? He owns it. He owns University.com. So University.com is where his online school is. Really. And, check that uh, out right now and I believe it's something like 200,000 people that are enrolled. It's, uh, someone quick do the math. How much money is he making a month? 10 million. Oh, Jesus. Okay, good for him. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think he needs to do anything else. I think he just needs to sustain. And I'm sure we'll get into the idea of what's kind of on the radar for future. He is a chess player. So I believe that he has his moves uh, planned out and maybe you adjust based on the other person's moves. But I think he's thinking like four or five steps ahead because that's what mm-hmm. chess players do. Mm-hmm. And I would be surprised if he wasn't thinking five steps ahead right now. Um, I think in order to get to that magnitude in the world, you have to be a forward thinker. And um, I would be surprised if he didn't have a map of what his plans are. You're right. University.com. I've seen Tristan Tate. It's the crazy, page. isn't it? I, wow. 10K a month. Or at least that's what this guy, one guy is making, I guess, now that he's joined the university. Yeah, university.com. Just being, just having the fortitude to fi- figure out, I don't care what this domain costs, I'm going to buy it no matter what. And whatever it costs him, it's paying off in dividends. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And, 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 and he's got over, at least on the websites, probably outdated because they don't, no one updates websites. But it said right there, over 200,000 people, yeah. probably more now. At 50 bucks a month. Oh. Bro, and million dollars a month, and yeah, are there going to be some guys who are going to say it's scam for sure? Of course, but on the opposite end of that extreme spectrum, are there people whose lives been changed? Most likely, I I've been in there before. I've oh. looked around, and I was just curious because I've especially early on in the kind of um, Andrew date Andrew Tate, um, where it was the weird. come up during the come up during the come up and a little bit after when there was so when he was so controversial mm. he's not as controversial now yeah. as he was but when he was super controversial I was really curious so I, I logged in and I checked it out and it's basically like a huge discord server mm. with a lot of different um, topics of discussion and training and there are different uh, videos and PDFs and presentations to help mm. you kind of guide you through it. And a lot of people say all this information you can find online for free elsewhere. Probably. You can you can find the information for your university degree on the internet for free somewhere. Truth. And your Harvard degree will cost you half a million to a million dollars. All this information that you can learn at Harvard, you can learn online for free. Yes. It's the community it is the support, mm-hmm. and it is the accountability that people within the community have towards each other. That's basically what you're paying for. And for someone to agglomate the, agglomate the information into one area so that you are able to have some sort of flow and you don't have to figure it out on your own. That's a big deal. And, and, and I, I think it's not, I think it cannot be under understated in that paying for support is not a bad thing. No. Especially if you're trying to do something significant in your life, whether it's lose weight, start a business, you know, get to the next job promotion, whatever your goal is in life. Go, Steve Jobs said this, the late Steve Jobs. He said, faster alone, farther together. Mm. I'll never forget that quote. It's so true. You can go fast alone, 
But if you want to go farther, you need support. And so paying for support is not a bad thing if you're trying to improve anything or do anything in life. And um, let's be real. I mean, Matt Kim Podcast is an example of this. We <laughs> we went fast alone, but we're going farther together right. with the community, the Matt Kim the you know community, the army. Yeah, they are amazing. Um, but let's be real. Almost every single influencer and financial guru and everyone on the internet that has some sort of influence, they all have their own course. Fair enough. They just don't sell 200,000 of them. Not wrong. 200,000. That's really the difference, mm -hmm. right? So many people sell, you know, they get, they collect some information off the internet, they reformat it into a form that's sellable to them, and they sell yep. it as an ebook, or they sell it as a course, or they sell it. People all over the world do this. Mm -hmm. It's normal and it's fine. It's a business. I think that's totally fine to take information and repurpose it as your way of giving that information out. <laughs> People do it all the time. So Just, when, when's the Matt, Matt Kim ebook of, of, of success <laughs> and winning coming out? I should probably make one. I should make one about how to how I make content and how I do it. It's it, actually probably is it chapter chapter one. Uh, don't think, just do shit. Chapter two. Learn something. Do more shit. Chapter three. Learn more stuff. Dude, do don't shit. give away my book for free. <laughs> That's it, guys. Right there. I, I gave was you the first sell five it for forty nine ninety nine, and you just totally blew up my spot and just gave it all away. That's <laughs> bullshit, bro. Chapter one. Just you do just shit. gave it all up. Just do shit, guys. That's the like literally the Matt Kim strategy is just do shit, learn, do shit, learn, grow a community, do shit, learn. Yeah, that's like that's pretty pretty much it. Do it. Reiterate. Do it, learn, reiterate, do it, learn, reiterate, yep. do it, learn, re reiterate, and grow. That's it. That's all I think. And uh, put yourself in difficult, uncomfortable situations mm. because only then mm. will you know what you're made of mm. and if you're capable, what you're capable of and if this is meant for you or not. I've told this story before. Tell it again. I remember when we did the um, Tucker Carlson interview mm. and we were sitting here and they were like, man, they're like, you know, we can record at this time, this date, whatever. And I thought about it, and I was like, can we do it live? Mm. And they were like, are you sure? And I thought about it. Yes. Mm. I want to do it live. Mm. Like, have you done something like this before? No. <laughs> <laughs> the, the honesty is palpable, guys. Love I have it. never interviewed someone of that caliber, number one in my life, and to do it live where there is zero room for error. Mm. I felt like it was something we had to do. Mm. I just want to do it. I wanted to put myself in the ultimate stressful situation with the ultimate amount of pressure with the most amount of variables and prove to myself that number one, I could do it. Number two, that if I fail and I end up staring at the screen like a deer in the headlights, that maybe this is not for me. <sighs> the only way I can know that for sure is if I put myself in what I consider the highest stress pressure situation I can imagine. Mm which is to interview one of the most famous people in the world mm. live. Live. Oh, man. And I remember that day, and you were and you were here, Peter, and Will was here, and we sat here, and I was kind of nervous. I was pacing back and forth. Dude, I was pacing back and forth. <laughs> and I remember that day, we, sat, we were sitting here, and maybe like 30 or 40 minutes before, and we never do this. We should probably do this more often, but we never do this. And I said, if you guys don't mind, I'd like to just say a prayer. Man, we needed, we needed Jesus' help. Like I just want to say a prayer because it's funny because in the moments where pressure is the biggest and you're unsure of the path you're about to take, 
it's in those moments that sometimes you look and you search for God. And uh, I think I even said in the prayer, we don't do this enough. And I'm sorry that I only come to you when I need help. I need help. <laughs> but that's that's okay. But we're here. Yeah. And we said a quick prayer. And afterwards, I felt better. And we're like, let's go. Let's do this. And I thought that I thought the interview went amazing. Oh, I mean, I I remember being clipped. Um, <laughs> running did, behind. Running behind. <laughs> like, yeah. I was so stoked. I mean, I I will never forget that moment being able to see you interview uh, Tucker Carlson. It was, I think it was a, a life-defining moment. Yes. And it's one of the stories you can always tell. And it was one of those where we could have taken it the easy way, mm. which is we just recorded it, we yeah. edited it up, yeah. and there's no pressure. Yeah. And I just, I felt in my heart that this is the moment I have to do it live. So let me ask you, I don't want to go too far down this rabbit hole, but it's just on my mind. It, you say that you, you, we should do it more. Mm. Pray pray before we do yeah. stuff. Would you, would you say that that was a moment that kind of was a small inflection in your faith? Or was, is it just is what it is? No, I think, I think it really hit hard home for me at least. In that it, it's the most pressure-filled moment I think I've had in recent memory. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't think of one situation where I was under more pressure than that moment that day, mm. because I mean, it's, it's, full it. it's full of unknowns. It's full of unknowns. Full of unknowns. Never done it before. We set up our studio in a new way that we've never set up oh, before. No. Our technology was in a way that's never done Everything before. Everything was jerry rigged. Um, we had wires going to everywhere. We had mm. cameras facing all different directions. Mm. People don't see the backgrounds, but it was a hectic mess for the last twenty-four hours leading up. It was to controlled that. chaos. <laughs> I don't know if those controlled chaos. It was just pure chaos. And the audio worked, which yeah. is amazing. <laughs> we, and, we still can't figure it out sometimes. <laughs> and I think under that most stressful moment, the fact that in that I naturally said, I feel like I need to ask God for help. Mm. What do you think that is? Do you think it's just a it's just a in a, a, a natural intrinsic yearning for something greater to help out in a moment of great unknown? I think it shows that we are weak, mm-hmm. that we can't do this by ourselves. Mm. Um, it shows me that what we're doing and the mission that we have, um, that everything, I don't want to say it's given from God because it maybe makes us sound bigger than we need to be. Mm. Uh, but I feel like it's inspired by God and that what we are doing is a mission bigger than just ourselves. You know, and I don't think you and I are not in not trying to over-spiritualize this. That's mm. not our goal here. We're just speaking the facts of what happened, and all three of us sitting in this room were there. I, and, and again, I'm not trying to over-spiritualize this, but I think that is what I like to call the divine matrix, mm. God. The divine matrix, God, putting on your heart that, hey, you're stepping out, and we're, again, we're using spiritual language here, but you're stepping out in faith, mm. right? What faith is is a, a belief in something that is can't be seen, right? That's in Hebrews. Is that it's faith is is faith in what we don't don't see. It's a faith in a greater purpose. And if I could just sit on that, that is what you're doing. Is you are serving a greater purpose. Mm. You are you are moving into echelons and you're moving into to places and interviewing and have let's forget word you're having conversations with people that no normie, no NPC, no green bean with a microphone has any hope or chance. You have mm. you have a higher chance of winning the lottery than having an interview with Tucker Carlson. And Andrew Tate, and potentially 
Let me tell you this dream I had. Not my dream. Let me tell this dream that a recurring dream that my wife has had. Oh, manifesting the future, guys. Since summertime. I like this. She's had this dream, I think, four or five or six times, and she tells me every time she has it. In this dream, is me, and she sees me fighting and slaying two dragons. And once I slay these two dragons, President Trump says, all right, you're ready. I'm ready for you, or you're ready for me. Why don't you come see me? This is her dream. She's had this dream all summer long. And every time she does, she tells me about it. And for the longest time, she's like, I really, she keeps on saying to me, I really feel like Tucker Carlson was one of the dragons. Really? And she says, who's the other dragon? I'm like, I don't know. Man. She's like, maybe we've done it. Because I was going to Iowa. She's like, maybe maybe I'm going to do it then. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, may- maybe. But then who is the other one? And I'm like, man. She's like, maybe it was Steve Bannon. I'm like, no, I don't think that was it. Like, maybe that was so was short. Cobra. That wasn't it. And she said, maybe it's, you know, you've been doing a lot of stuff with the Dilly. I'm like, I, I, don't, I don't feel like that's it. You think it's Cobra Tate? And once I told uh, my wife last night that, hey, I have an opportunity to go interview Andrew Tate and that I have to go to Romania. She was like, you got to go. That's the dragon. I, we don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's more metaphysical. Maybe the dragon is you have to, to die to yourself. Die to the uh, old Matt Kim. Take some uh, an epic dose of mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Get that ego death, guys. I don't know what the second dragon is, but if this is her dream and everything that's kind of lined up for us in the last six months, mm. then it would make sense that Top G, Andrew Tate, is the second dragon. So a question within relative context to what we've already floated up in the last five minutes and again, you don't have to answer this if it doesn't matter. Uh, do you? Does your wife have particular spiritual gifts? Is is one of them uh, a, a gift of of insight or understanding? Is 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 that, is that why these dreams could be have some pragmatic weight to them? Or I'm, I'm just asking the question: Does your wife have spiritual she, gifts that she's? So I don't know if anyone listening or watching believes in dreams. Mm. She. I think at least four or five times since we've been married, she'll have a dream about a friend. Mm. And then within a week, that friend is pregnant. <laughs> she's, she's done it like four or five times. Also known as the impregnator. Well, well she'll have this. Don't, if you're friends with his wife, don't, don't, are you, you're friends with his, wait, wait till she has a dream about you, bro. And then you're going to get all pregnant and with like twins or something. Yeah. She'll have a dream and it's an odd dream about a friend. And I don't know the exact dream uh but she'll tell me a dream about a friend that she had mm. and then in the weekend or a few days later she'll meet her and they'll call and be like oh we should do lunch or we do whatever and then she'll come back she's like remember we had that dream mm. oh yeah she's pregnant oh. i'm like that's so crazy next time i see tan i'll be like hey impregnator <laughs> <laughs> the impregnator <laughs> the impregnator that's awesome so so she has she has something with the connection with her dreams for sure for fair sure enough, fair enough for sure well, well, and I and I think, and again, not over spiritualizing this, but I believe this with a hundred percent of my being. There is a world that is out there that we cannot see. Mm. There is a, and Tucker's talked about this. It's a spiritual war. I agree with that a hundred percent. So there are elements to our reality that cannot be seen with eyes and ears in the in the regular mind that sees. There are things that are that are beyond our purview, and they're real. They are active. So. 
to, to, to say that your wife has dreams and those dreams manifest some semblance of reality, like, com I'm completely with you. Uh, I think it completely, completely can be true, 100%. And there are some people watching and listening going, I can't believe you're going to go talk to Andrew Tate. He's a misogynist. He's a rapist, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, sure. We just talked for the last 30 minutes about Tucker Carlson going to meet and sit down and interview with Putin. So, yeah, why can't he? It's not the person. It's the ideas. Mm -hmm. And hearing the other side, and this is the most famous man amongst men, young men. I can't think of any man in my universe that's not like, oh, yeah, I love Top G. Mm. People want to know what he's thinking. And if I have the opportunity to meet with and sit down with, it's a must. Mm. So if you're like, oh, but he's up, let it go. We're going, and you guys are going to tune in. Let's not kid ourselves. And yes, you're going to be interested. You're going to want to. <laughs> you're going to watch the shit anyway. Even if you're a hater, you're going to watch it. The biggest Andrew Tate haters are going to be the most curious about what we come back with. Yeah, and I, I, what you just said, it's worth repeating. It's not the man. Mm. It can be any man. It could be any woman. You don't like the ideas mm. that are coming out of this man, this entity, this person, right? That is, and I love that you said it that way, that is always the bigger issue. Because it could be anybody. It could be anybody. Mm. And if they're not famous, then you ignore them. But if they're famous and you don't like the ideas, then you get salty. So, guys, eat a dick. <laughs> 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 On that note, we're going to go slay our next dragon. Let's go. Have a good day, everyone. Thank you, guys. Love you, guys. Check out all the descriptions and link below. Thank you, everybody. Peace. Woo. Slaying dragons, baby. Slaying dragons.